You are Locked On Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Sun Devils your first listen every day. Remember, we are free and available on all platforms. This episode of the Locked On Sun Devils podcast is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Welcome into a Tuesday edition of the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. I'm your host, Richie Bradshaw. I am running solo again today, as Connor Drios is still out on vacation. Again, hope he's having a lot of fun. Yesterday, I challenged him. I said, if you're listening to this podcast, text me 787. I did not get a text back. So we, uh, we're we going to have to have a conversation when he gets back. So here, I'll, I'll go ahead and challenge him again, see if he decides to tune into this one. Connor, if you are listening, text me, Jaden Daniels, the Heisman winner. There you go. We'll see if Connor's listening to that, but in the meantime, I'm your host, Richie Bradshaw. This is the Tuesday edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. We got a lot to go over with you guys today. First, we're going to start with the Sun Devils' new ranking in the AP Top 25 poll. They have climbed up significantly, and it's very exciting to see the team continue to rise up the ranks as they continue to win games and pace themselves for the Pac-12 South title and potentially the Pac-12 Conference title. After that, we're going to go ahead and talk about what exactly is stopping the Sun Devils from winning the Pac-12 South. Not so much the conference yet. we got to take baby steps. And then finally, we're going to look at the key players for the remainder of the season. Who's going to be the most important players on both the offensive and defensive side of the ball moving forward in order for ASU to continue succeeding the way that they have. Remember to follow me on Twitter at RichieBrads36, follow my co-host Connor at Cedrios, and follow the Locked On Sun Devils page at LO underscore Sun Devils. Remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, whether that's on Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you may get your podcast. We're there Monday through Friday, giving you the best Sun Devils content ever. Just ever. We're, we're number one. It, it's not debatable. It, it, If you want to argue, just go argue with the wall because we're the best. With that being said, let's go ahead and dive right into our first piece of content today. We're looking at the Sun Devils' newest ranking in the AP Top 25 poll. The Sun Devils check in at number 18 with a 5-1 record. Very, very happy to see the Sun Devils continue to rise the way that they have. And honestly, ahead of them are teams that I, I would probably take over the Sun Devils. I'm I'm actually not upset with this power ranking this week compared to normally I feel like we're being slighted or we're getting put behind teams that I don't agree with. If if you put a if you put a nerf gun to my head, I would tell you I think we could beat Arkansas in a neutral site. I think that they've been kind of exposed recently, but I mean they also went down to the wire with Ole Miss this past week and lost that game by one point where they went for a two-point conversion to win it all. Both teams over 50 points. So, yeah, uh, I, I feel like we could get them, but I'm definitely not going to say that we would definitively beat Arkansas. The rest of the teams ahead of us include 
just just a few off to, off the list ahead of us. Wake Forest is six and zero. They're a very good football team. Coastal Carolina is six and zero. They are also a very good football team. Notre Dame is five and one. With Jack Cohn playing the way that he's playing and Kyron Williams at running back, that team can go as far as they want. Old Miss four and one, dominant offense, and that then there's twelve other teams. I'm not gonna dive into all of them. There's no point. But the Sun Devils check in at 18 and move up four spots from where they were last week at 22. We are now ahead of the following teams. Number 19, BYU. I'm going to talk about that in a second, why that's a big deal. Number 20, Florida. Number 21, Texas A&M. Number 22, NC State. Number 23, SMU. Number 24, San Diego State. And number 25, Texas. All those teams that we're ahead of, I feel pretty confident that we could take them down. The only teams that would make me nervous would be Florida and AM. And it's not an SEC thing. It's a they have pretty good teams kind of thing. You've got a stud, studly quarterback in Emory Jones at Florida who can do a little bit of everything with his legs. And then Texas AM just took down the number one team in the nation, the defending national champion, Alabama Crimson Tide, at home in College Station. It is the biggest upset of the season. It's one of the biggest upsets that we've ever seen. AM was unranked going into this game. And Zach Calzada, who is far from a household name in college football, absolutely dominated in great fashion. So I would not count out the Aggies and I would not count out the Gators. The rest of the teams I would feel pretty confident about. But more importantly, let's take a look at that win over, or uh, not win, but the ranking over BYU and why that's such a big deal. So if you've been sleeping under a rock, the Arizona State Sun Devils are 5-1. and one. Their only loss being to BYU, who the team is now ranked ahead of. This is definitely curious, and it's a big drop for BYU. This past weekend, they were number 10 going into the week against Boise State. Boise State pulled off a big-time upset and took down BYU, and BYU subsequently plummeted down the rankings all the way to 19. Whether it was deserved or not to drop that far is up for you to decide, but nonetheless, BYU plummeted down the rankings, and now the Sun Devils ranked ahead of them despite the fact that ASU lost to BYU earlier in the year. And it's it's very interesting to me that they would have the Sun Devils ahead of BYU. Here's what it tells me. It tells me that the nation, or at least the people at the AP who put out the poll, it tells me that they think that the Sun Devils are a better football team on all sides of the ball. And if we think about it, I don't think that that is too crazy of a claim to make. The Sun Devils have proven that they can hang with absolutely anybody and can win convincingly. And yeah, they're just... Impressive on both sides of the ball. There's obviously miscues where we get frustrated with what they're doing. But you look at BYU, they've got Jaron Hall, Tyler Algier, and a few guys scattered throughout the rest of the offense who can make some plays. But the defense isn't anything to write home about, with no offense to the Cougars. Because, I mean, they, they held the Sun Devils to 16 points. But there is a part of me that wonders if we play that game in a neutral site or if we play that game in Tempe if the outcome is different. And I think that there's a very strong chance that there is a different outcome in that game. So I, again, it's just so interesting to me 
that Arizona State would be ranked ahead of BYU. Clearly, the people in the media and the coaches and the players have a respect for Arizona State that I, I, I can't put it into words. It's just interesting. That That's about all I can say about it. But I, I would love a rematch. Obviously, we won't get one for a very long time, short of us seeing them in a bowl game. Or if BYU were to join the Pac-12, which probably never going to happen. But it, it would be a while before we get that rematch, and it would be a great game. Ideally, it would be with these same teams, because I want a rematch against Jaron Hall and Tyler Algier and the rest of that BYU offense. With the way that the Sun Devils defense has been playing since that game, I would feel pretty confident that we could shut them down better than we did the previous time. Because you got to remember, we played them in week three. We are now going into week seven. And this Sun Devils team has clamped down and gotten a lot better in that time span. So there you go. ASU number 18. I like the teams they're ahead of. Or I agree with the teams they're ahead of, I should say. The only teams that really scare me are AM and Florida, potentially BYU, depending on where the game is at. The teams ahead of them, I think we could beat Arkansas, but the rest of the teams I respect a lot. I, I think 18 is a great spot. I would tell you, if we take down Utah this week, I don't think there's going to be a huge jump in the rankings. I would say no higher than 15, depending on how the teams ahead of them do. Now, obviously, if all the teams win or if there are bye weeks, I don't know everyone's schedule off the top of my head, ASU wouldn't move. But I think that a good win over Utah, whether it's three points or 30 points, would move them up right into that top 15 range. So with that being said, that's going to go ahead and conclude our first segment here of a Tuesday edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. When we return, we are going to go over what could be stopping the Sun Devils from winning the Pac-12 South. If anything, you're listening to the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. All right, college football fanatics, have you guys heard about Price Picks yet? If not, let me tell you, Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love it, and I know you're going to love it too. Price Picks is a leader in college sports daily fantasy. Price Picks offers more college football props than anyone in the world and offers the star players of the Power Five as well as mid-major players you might not have ever heard of. Price Picks offers any prop that you can think of from yardage to touchdowns, even to interceptions thrown. Here's an offer I got for you guys right now. For new users who type in the promo code locked on, you will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. If that's not inspiration for you guys to go try out Price Picks, I don't know what is. Here's how it works pick two to five players in an over under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. The best part it's just you versus projected numbers. Price Picks allows mixed sports entries too, so you can take the over on LeBron James, combine it with the under on Patrick Mahomes in the exact same entry. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. PricePix is safe and offers fast withdrawals, so don't hesitate. Check out PricePix.com. Remember to use that promo code Locked On, or go to the App Store and download the app today. PricePix, daily fantasy made easy. This episode of the Locked On Sun Devils podcast is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. 
you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. So save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more on the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could need from brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. So go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solutions to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for you and your car or truck. Right locked on in there, how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Thanks again for making the Locked on Sun Devils podcast your first listen every day. Remember, we are free and available on all platforms. And as we return for the second portion of a Tuesday edition of the podcast, we're going to go ahead and dive into the conversation. What's stopping the Sun Devils from winning the Pac-12 South? Honestly, we can go a few different directions here, but I'm going to be nice and broad and then break it down for you. What's stopping them? Themselves. It's very simple. And I know that that's a boring answer, but it truly is the fact of the matter that the Sun Devils, the, the only thing keeping them from winning this game would be themselves. And, and it has a lot to do with how effectively they're moving the football, whether it be through the air or the ground, they have to do it consistently. It has to do with the defense. The defense needs to put together complete games and not allow teams to either get ahead or get back into the game. It comes down to special teams, making sure that everything is going correctly. There's no miscues or anything like that that could screw up the game plan. And finally, it comes down to coaching, making sure that everyone is disciplined because what happens when you're not disciplined? You get penalty flags. And Arizona State knows their way around a good penalty flag this year, whether or not we want to admit it or not. And it's very frustrating. So that's something that needs to be cleaned up. But overall, let's kind of break down everything that I went through. So what's keeping the Sun Devils from winning the Pac-12 South? First of all, the offense needs to be consistent. We're looking at you, Jaden Daniels. So what I need out of Jaden on a week-to-week basis is someone that can move the ball through the air just as much as they can do it on the ground. Jaden, there, there's no denying that Jaden has been absolutely stellar as a runner this year. He's got 369 rushing yards, three touchdowns, nearly seven yards a carry. He's been dominant there. Through the air, he's completing a really good 70.1% of his passes. He's got a respectable 1,269 passing yards through six games, so just north of 200 a game. But he's only got four touchdowns, and he's got three interceptions. Those numbers have to go up. You cannot be playing football right now where you are entirely dependent on the run game to put up points, especially in college football where it everything is so predicated on having the big explosive plays. And once you get down on the scoreboard, we need to be able to see the Sun Devils win those tight games by throwing the football. And don't get me wrong, Jaden has shown that he can do just that. We look at that UCLA game where he threw for 286 yards, which is a season high and two touchdowns. He he proved that he could win the game with his arm, and that's awesome. But he needs to do it consistently. This past week against Stanford, He threw for under 200 yards, zero touchdowns, zero picks, and he only completed just about 61% of his passes. And he took two sacks for what what that's worth. But that's neither here nor there. 
What I need from Jaden is I need him to be more consistent. And I won't just harp on Jaden. We'll do what we always do on this podcast, and we're going to harp on the receivers. You guys got to step up. It can't just be the Ricky Pearsall show. We need Andre Johnson. We need LV Bunkley Shelton. We need Johnny Wilson. I mean, I would be all for Chad Johnson Jr. appearance, but we need these guys to be consistent on a week-to-week basis to where we can rely on them to move the chains through the air. Because, look, you're only going to get so far with running the football. You need to have a balanced attack. You cannot rely on running the football every single week. Because eventually, when you start playing these tougher teams, and I'm not even talking about the Pac-12. Let's look at the Pac-12 North. You have to play Oregon or Oregon State more than likely. Those are two very tough teams that can move the ball in a variety of ways. You're going to need to find a way to keep pace with them. If you do, then let's say you go to a bowl game. And best case scenario, let's say you go to the to the Rose Bowl. Like you win the Pac-12 entirely. You go to the Rose Bowl. You're going to face a team from the Big Ten, more than likely, who didn't make the playoff because it's looking like one of those teams is. That could be one of three teams, more than likely. That could be Ohio State, that could be Iowa, or that could be Penn State. All three of those teams have complete offenses. Well, I'll, I'll, let me let me backtrack on Iowa. I, Iowa's offense is nothing to bat an eye at, but my goodness, is their defense good. But all three of those teams have the potential to shut down your offense with their rock-solid defenses and just eliminate anything that you want to do, put you in uncomfortable situations. Me and Connor talk about this all the time. You are going to get out of your game plan and your game script, and that's going to put you in a hole very quickly. So offensively, you need to find consistency. You have an identity. That's great. That's the first step. The next step is to be steady. You need to move the ball through the air just as well as you do on the ground. You do that, you find continuity, and you win football games. Defensively, there's not too much to nitpick here. I mean, the defense just picked off uh, Tanner McKee three separate times on Friday night. He had not thrown an interception coming into this game. He was one of the best quarterbacks in the Pac-12. They also got a slew of sacks. They brought him down five times. The defense is forcing turnovers too. Jack Jones is making plays as well as the rest of the secondary. It, it just, the, the defense has shown up pretty much on a week-to-week basis. What you need out of them is to make sure that they're not blowing uh, blow, blowing, blowing the game. Excuse me. Like, you, you can't allow yourselves to get down early, and you can't allow teams to get back into the game. I know, breaking news, right? You need your defense to play defense. But here's the thing. The moment that you you allow a team to get a two-possession lead on you or the moment that you blow a two-possession lead, you're now putting emphasis on your offense that we just talked about has a little bit of an identity issue and needs more consistency. You have to, have to, have to make sure that you are putting the offense in the best-case scenario to continue winning football games. And by doing that... That means the defense has to continue playing at an elite level, which they are. So the defense isn't necessarily what I'm worried about. Moving over to special teams, uh, for the most part, they've kind of cleaned up their their issues in the return game. We actually didn't have any returns last week. No punt returns, no kick returns. 
everything was either fair caught or touchback, which isn't a bad thing. It just means that you're limiting your opportunities to make mistakes. But on the flip side, you could always score a touchdown, which honestly feels more high risk than it is worth. Christian Zendejas was okay. He missed a field goal, but kicked all four of his extra points. Need to make sure that you are still being nice and consistent there. Eddie Zabliski needs to continue being the best punter in the nation and putting the defense in a very good situation to continue getting great field advantage. Finally, the last thing that I need from this team is the coaching to be consistent. I, I've said consistent a lot, but I mean, that that's the key to winning more often than not, you know, but you need the coaching to get the most out of these players and emphasize discipline. I cannot emphasize that enough from an individual standpoint, sitting behind a computer with a mic in front of me. I'm telling you, because my opinion matters, and I know you guys listen to the podcast, I'm telling you that you need to be far more consistent than what you have been, okay? You you only had five penalties this past week. That's a huge win. That's a great start. But for the most part, the Sun Devils are almost always on the losing end of penalties, and they're absolute drive killers. They're situations where you you just you eliminate great plays. You have a big chunk play on the offense, and it's gone. You get a crucial stop or even a turnover, and it's gone. You need to make sure that you're not putting yourselves in situations where you're shooting yourself in the foot. Again, the, the defense and the offense have gotten a lot better about penalties over the last few weeks. But I need you guys to continue improving. There's always room to improve. You guys are averaging over a penalty a quarter at the moment. And those penalties can be game-changing decisions. So with that being said, that's going to wrap up our second segment of the Tuesday edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. When we return, I'm going to highlight four guys, two on offense, two on defense, who are going to be key players for the remainder of the season to help the Sun Devils control their destiny to a Pac-12 title. You are listening to the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Hey, y'all, it's once again time to talk about Bet Online. As always, Bet Online is your number one source for all pro and college football action this season. With a brand new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure that you use the promo code LOCKED ON to receive that bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Hey guys, I hate to do this to you, but we got to talk about something that makes us all a little uncomfortable, and that would be profusive sweating. Sweating is no fun, especially when you're sweating right through your shirts. I know I'm not the only one who suffers it. Living in the desert, all of my fellow Arizonans know that sweating is just a fact of life. But it doesn't have to be with Sweatblock. Sweatblock is doctor-recommended and doctor-created. Here's the best part. It works up to seven days per use if you use it right with a dry shirt guarantee. That's right. If Sweatblock doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. It's been a bestseller on Amazon for the past 10 years with over 13,000 reviews. Wear what you want when you want to wear it. Sweatblock will be your little secret to confidence. This is a must-have for everybody in their toiletry bag. Whether it's a big presentation or even a hot day, everyone can benefit. 
Here's the deal. Get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with the promo code locked on or at Amazon and CVS. If you or someone you love is dealing with this, you have to check out Sweatblock. Remember, 20% off at sweatblock.com with the promo code locked on. And we're back for the final segment of the Tuesday edition of the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. As always, thank you guys for stopping by. So we're going to close out today with four players who are going to be key in the Sun Devils run for the Pac-12 South and potentially the Pac-12 Conference as a whole. These guys are pretty obvious, so I won't waste too much of your guys' time. We're going to start with number one, the most obvious. You already know who it is, Jaden Daniels. It's going to be up to Jaden to lead this team. He has proven that we can win with him, but I want him to prove that we can win because of him consistently. Jaden has had game-winning drives. Jaden has had the big games where he puts us up on the scoreboard. But I want to see it every single week. And I don't want to see it just against great competition. I want to see it against low competition too. I want to see it against anyone that Arizona State faces. I want teams to be terrified about Jaden Daniels taking the field in front of them. Whether it be with his legs, whether it be with his arm, whatever it is, I want teams to be mortified about having to play Jaden Daniels for 60 minutes. Because that guy absolutely has the talent and ability to dominate like that. So I want to see it. And it's going to be up to Jaden because he is the quarterback of the team. He's the most important player. He's the most important position. And he's got the tools. He's got it. Now I want to see the it factor to win games. He's got the it athleticism. He's got the it gamer ability. Now show me the it winning games every single week. I'm not saying ASU needs to win out because if they did, there's a very good chance that they go to the playoff, the college football playoff, but they're not going to, and they're not good enough to, if we're being completely frank, but there's a chance that you have a 10 win team with two or like three, two losses, something like that. It's going to be up to Jaden to get us there. Next guy I have is Rashad White. Rashad White has been the key to the offense. We talked about it the other day. He's got nearly 700 total yards of offense. He's been absolutely electric with the ball in his hands. And he's got he's got 10 touchdowns, 9 rushing, 1 receiving. He even had in week 1 a couple of punt returns that kind of showed off that he can do a little bit of everything. Granted, he's not back there anymore because he's too valuable. But the point is, when the ball is in Rashad White's hands, you have a chance to score. It's going to be up to him to continue being Jaden Daniels' go-to guy in the pass game for dump-offs and even running routes, and it's going to be up to him to power the run game. Uh, Chip Trianum is a stud. Daniel Legata is a stud. Jaden can take advantage of games with his legs, but Rashad White is going to be the key to all of it. When Rashad White is eating and eating good, this whole team is feasting. There are very few times where Rashad White is having a bad game and the Sun Devils are winning. They're just, it's not coincidental. These things happen for a reason. And it's not a coincidence that the Sun Devils play a lot better when they have Jaden Daniels, or excuse me, when they have Rashad White running the football well. So it's going to be up to those two on offense. On defense, we start with Darian Butler. If you're new to the podcast, this podcast is a Darian Butler fan account. Dude is unbelievably good. Butler is currently tied with Sully for the team lead in tackles with 39. 
He's got six tackles for loss, two sacks, two interceptions, two passes defended, and he just flies around the field. He's like your modern linebacker build at six foot two twenty-five. He's fast. He's ferocious. He's the captain of the defense, and he's everything that you want in a leader. Darian Butler is the heart and soul of this defense. Yeah, you have guys like Merlin Robinson and Tyler Johnson, who I actually did not have on this list, but, I mean, they're just as crucial to the success of this defense. But where Darian Butler takes this team is new heights. It It is up to him almost entirely to make this defense elite. It rests on his shoulders simply because he does everything from the middle of the field. He rushes the passer. He stuffs the run. He can drop into coverage. He's a leader. He calls things out. It's the Darian Butler show. So Darian Butler is the other key here to making sure that we stay on top of everything. Finally, the last guy I'm looking at, Jack Jones. So I'm looking at Jones over guys like Chase Lucas, over guys like Darius Butler, excuse me, couldn't remember his name, over Merlin Robinson, over Tyler Johnson, over Omar Nomalot. I'm looking at Jack Jones. Jack Jones has been feisty. He has been a mean little dude. And when I say little, I mean little. He's like 5'9", under 200 pounds. But don't tell him that because it doesn't stop him from lining up against the top competition and just erasing dudes. Jones has been legit. And I think that he has been the team's best corner this year, personally. And I also think that he is starting to prove that he might have himself an NFL future. We'll have to wait and see, of course. But he's been a stud this year. No one can deny that. And it's going to be up to him to make sure that the defense still has patrol over the top and that nobody is going to get behind the defense Jack Jones is the guy I trust to lock down opposing number one receivers. And overall, I entrust Jack Jones with the secondary. There are great players. Chase Lucas is also a stud. I love Lucas. Personally, I think it's all about Jack Jones. But those are the four guys that I'm highlighting for you. Those four in particular are going to be key for the remainder of the season to make sure that they continue to have continuity and success and win us games, win us the Pac-12 South, and win us the Pac-12 Conference. So that's going to wrap up this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Remember to follow me, my buddy Connor, and the podcast on Twitter, myself at Richie Brads, 36, Connor at C. Drios, and the podcast at LO underscore Sun Devils. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, whether that's Spotify, Odyssey, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, anything and everything in between. We got content for you guys Monday to Friday covering everything Arizona State. So make sure you tune in tomorrow. I am going to once again have SI's, all Sun Devils, main dude, Donnie Drew, enjoying the podcast. We're going to talk to him a little bit about what he likes about the Sun Devils from this past week and what he's looking forward to seeing against the Utah Utes heading into this Saturday. I've been your host, Richie Bradshaw, and you've been listening to the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Thanks for making Locked On Sun Devils your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Pac-12. Get all your daily Pac-12 news in less than 30 minutes with Pac-12 expert Cindy Robinson.